and welcome that to House was... of Nerd. <laughs> What's weird? That was. That's a perfect place to cut off from the uh, the pre-show. But we digress. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The but we digress episode for twenty minutes and move. And then you know, start looking upon this world of lies. Yeah, I'm written I'm... by L. Monaghan. I couldn't have said it better than myself. So directed by Nelson Craig. Exactly. Craig. Uh, okay. Usually I let you suffer through them, so I figured I'd take one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what was your favorite part of this episode? I'm, I'm very curious if, if there is a favorite part for you of this episode. Um, I, I kind of think the musical number <laughs> <laughs> was great. That was my favorite part. It's such a departure from what this show normally does that you uh, did not enjoy watching sir comes a lot 779's vinegar strokes no okay okay i hmm. i absolutely love the fact that seth rogan did this show for a cameo like that is so seth rogan i, I mean do you remember there was a time in like 2007 2008 when seth rogan was like everywhere like he yes. was in he yes. was in everything how could i like, forget <laughs> he was it was like it was like he was in knocked up he was in the end of the world as we fucking know it i mean there was several movies he was i think he was in super bad at one point he made a cameo in that um he's done all kinds of stuff he i know he almost like single-handedly not single-handedly but was a big driving force behind getting preacher made he's i mean Which is from all good yeah, from all intents and purposes, he's just a nerd, right? Like, from everything yeah. I've ever read about him, he's just a guy that legitimately likes comic books and nerd stuff and, like, wanted to put himself... Like, this was his, like, uh, Stan Lee moment, right? Of, like, putting himself in the show yeah. or finding a way to insinuate himself. And, like, it's just... It's over the top. It's ridiculous. It's everything I love about this show and like, all the right ways. Um, it's perfect. It was a perfect cameo. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, I also love the fact that we are finally, finally getting to know Soldier Boy. Um, a, a little I, bit, yeah. Uh, all right. So how, how do you want to do this? I know we've been doing like big arcs for characters, like the two episode arcs for folks. You want to keep doing that or do you want to do episode by episode tonight? I think we um, got to go. We got to go episodes. Yeah, this it's getting a it's it's, it's getting all a little dense. so much. Yeah, it's getting a little dense. I think we probably do need to so we don't lose you know some of the finer points of the show. Um, let's start with since we already kind of started with it. Do you want to do the Crimson Countess and, and kind of dive in on that story a little sure. bit? She did. <laughs> Is she I, kind of? Yeah, she I, I almost feel like that's her. Yeah, that's her. Her story is essentially she's she's there as as essentially a prop to show how show the mindset of soldier boy essentially like what he's what he wants out of life i guess at this point is uh, like what what if what if steve rogers came back and was like you fuckers left me under the ice mm-hmm. and was just mad at the rest of the team he's like i'm gonna go find i'm gonna go find me some winter soldier like, like Top Gun style. Like I want some butts, <laughs> which I didn't get to actually talk about it. But I, I'm like, Top Gun is Top Gun Maverick is Star Wars. Like it's Star yes, Wars: it A New is. Hope. The end. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I told you this back in May when I saw it. 
And I said, this is this is a new hope. It is the same fucking storyline as a new hope. Indeed. Like George Lucas could sue them and I would if I were on that jury, I'd be like, Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's it. They, they replaced I... X Wings with fighter planes. Yeah. That's um, I, I am I am so excited to just like hammer this in to a specific group of people. Yeah. <laughs> and just be like um, I, I want to do like the the little meme and leave them all around. Be like Top Gun Maverick is Star Wars: A New Hope with less technology. Change my mind. <laughs> <laughs> like that. That's it. Uh, anyway, uh, but we digress. That should have been in the last section. The only <laughs> the only thing that I I I do want to mention about Countess is I am curious. Given that where we leave this leave tonight you know after these two episodes i don't know that we're gonna get any well i i worry that we're not gonna get that big reveal of like why you know the group turned him over to the russians and and how they created you know this walking nuclear bomb um that is soldier boy they they keep like letting it get right up to the like the ledge of like talking about it and then they stop and they kind of, you know, walk away from it. Um, I, I almost think I'm, I'm okay with that. Like it's the, the thing where it leave, if it would leave a little bit to the imagination, I mean, oh, okay, cool. Like I, I don't need to, we've complained about it with star Wars some where it's, it's like, you don't, you're going to get a story from it. And you're like, Oh my God, another fucking story where it's, it's like, yeah, more, more star Wars. Awesome. But man, I, I, I don't necessarily need to know the entire life story of every single like grain of sand on Tatooine. Like I, I just don't. Fair like, point. So it's the the same. I saw it was a Facebook post today about Star Wars. Is why it's on my on my mind a little bit. And someone's like complaining about how it was just shitty writing that Last Jedi didn't uh, you know delve into all these tiny little minute details of everything and show you a- absolutely every single step of every single character's path and i'm just like jesus guys like that would that would have been fucking brutal like brutal leave something to the imagination i remember being disappointed with the prequel trilogy when it's like oh yeah midichlorians that's the force and i'm like oh fuck me like <laughs> like that i i know we've talked about this a bunch on the podcast but it like takes away takes away that like oh i could be a jedi like it takes that magic away. You're like, oh well, um, the doctor checked. He said I don't have any midichlorians, so I guess fuck me, right? Um, <laughs> so, I, I, so it's like it takes away that that like it doesn't give you give you any sense of imagination. And honestly, does it does it matter? Like if they don't if they don't ever say like who trapped him or what happened or how they left him, I don't I don't feel like it actually matters. I, no, I mean, look. Is it gonna is it gonna degrade my enjoyment of this show? No, it's not. But I guess I I don't know. I that that particular scene intrigues me, and I am I you know the way they shot it, and maybe that's what they're going for, right? Is to have this moment where you're going, you know, what happened? Like, what was the what was the the setup to get him on that helicopter to get him being taken off? you know, into the sunset, as it were, by the Russians. And yeah, you're right. Not everything needs to be explained, but I, uh, damn it. It's, it's kind of like we're seeing it from soldier boy's perspective. Cause he doesn't, like, I don't think he remembers. He just knows his people betrayed him, but I don't think he remembers. So we're, 
seeing it from where he is. I feel like if we're going to see it, someone's got to tell him like yeah, what happened. What happened? Probably. I mean, we do get a, a very interesting. Uh, do you want to go to, to? We've kind of danced around Soldier Boy a little bit. I, I think we probably should go there next. Um, sure. Hadn't really intended to go to Soldier Boy, but but we're we're already talking. I mean, look, that's the main draw of this episode to me is the Soldier Boy, right? Like this is this is the. It's like someone saw Marvel and said, "I'm going to copy the look of Winter Soldier and the basic premise of Winter Soldier, and just splice in some Captain America history." Right, like it, yeah, he looks it's like the combination Bucky. of the two. He looks like Bucky. I mean, it is ridiculous how close, how close <laughs> he looks to you know Bucky, and it's it's very interesting the character development that you know this is like a kind of a crass Captain America, right? Like I think, I think it's the first episode Captain America from... without morals, like without the strong sense of morality, even though. Steve Rogers was not a virgin. <laughs> I did. Oh my god! I did not fucking need that. Like I, I really just didn't. Have you watched She Hulk I, yet? Not yet, but right. I've seen the. I've seen it on the internet. Yes, I've, I've caught up. I, I, I'm not. I'm still not as uh, as hateful as my initial review. Uh, but okay. but it's still. It's just like meh. It, it's it's not it's not great. And then you get those those kinds of things, and you're like, I like who. Who cares? Like, and it's so like directly addressed. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, this is so. It's so sad that Steve didn't didn't get oh to God. have sex before he died. And like the worst drunk acting I've ever seen. And I'm like, that it was just sad. I'm like, come I, on, come on, Tatian. <laughs> like, I know you're better than this. Like, I've seen Orphan Black. I know you're better than this. So, like, did they tell you to just like? be a shitty actor for for like an end credit scene like come on it's it's intriguing to me because i've heard the same i've read the same criticisms i have friends a friend of the podcast sunny (laughs) same feedback right not a huge fan consistent um it's you know other friends that we go to the marvel i I think what we're gonna get and what we're headed towards is that that saturation point you know like uh, two weeks ago we get on this podcast i get on this podcast and i'm raving about all these movies Right. And all this TV shows and this things that are coming. And like, that's not nearly going to be it. There's going to be significantly more yeah. added. And it's, it's what happened with comic books. Like, yeah, where it was like, you know, they were they were not just like everywhere or like baseball or any any like pop culture thing where it's like, oh, we can make some money off this. Well, let's try and squeeze every ounce of goodwill and dollars out of the fans before before this thing all collapses and explodes and then it just starts over again i mean that was and look comics in the 70s comics in the 80s comics in the 90s 2000 like it expanding and track we're we're collectors if you read one if you're like me and you read one of them you're like oh, oh that's yeah good i want it. i want to know gotta more. catch them all exactly it's the fucking pokemon <laughs> the game <right>? of capitalism <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> but I, I did really enjoy the fact that you can squint your eyes and make him, you can make Soldier Boy a morally great character for, for a few minutes. Right. But it very quickly becomes, you come to the realization that this is fucking Homelander that you're looking at. This is, you 
you're looking at the old version of Homelander, right? Like it's a Spider-Man yeah. meme where they're they're pointing at each other. This is who they are. Like it's it, Homelander's the cheap, like the cheap copy. The he's the great <laughs> the, va- he's great value. Yeah, great value, um, great, great value, value, soldier boy, soldier boy. Honestly, and, when I when I saw like they were going to have him in in here and that he was like this crass, overtly racist, like all this stuff, I was like, I didn't know what I, I was expecting. More, maybe it's again the you know, being desensitized, but you're watching and you're like, oh, this isn't this isn't that bad. And that also may be a, a product of we've spent the past you know six years dealing with fucking racist pieces of shit uh, all mm-hmm. over the news all the time. And you're like, oh well, Soldier Boy's not that bad. Like, I mean, not in comparison to literally the people in our government. <laughs> so it's, yeah, it's it's. I, I will say it's it's interesting that we finally get an explanation of what Soldier Boy's powers are, right? Like, I guess the thing that I I question is he clearly is super strong, right? Like that that to me was his strength. Yes, is it he like it's the the combination of you know his shield, which is clearly an amalgamation of Cap Shield and uh, Thor's hammer, because when Huey tries to lift up the shield. He can't do it, right? So that tells me. When he also right. said, "Like, don't fucking touch that." Yeah, that was <laughs> that was funny. Uh, but I think I think that, that was. was I think that's the next. Is that the next episode? Is it? Am I? I, am it, I it might ahead? be. Is that? Okay. I know you start seeing like the him being a piece of shit because he. I mean, he's off to go find his old team and kill them all. Um, that's just, like that's, that's the whole point, right? Yeah, like, that's the whole point of him in this this two episode arc. Is he's revenge. on a revenge tour. Um, so he when he when he gets back i know this is delving into the next one a little bit so maybe we'll maybe we'll do a little column a little column a. But, <laughs> yeah um, but then he he's like you know i didn't know he's like what happened i didn't know what happened he's like uh, you know and he kind of ad- addresses it that way and huey's going oh may-, you can see him going maybe he's not that terrible of a person and he's essentially like like will this happen again <sighs> he goes if they deserve it uh, it's like oh it, jesus like oh he actually doesn't give a fuck like he it doesn't it doesn't matter that he blew up a house full of people it it doesn't it just doesn't even register i must register like his character is this is like the boomer rage they're just like i could see it I yeah mean, and then it's some fucking karen screaming at a poor clerk at the at the supermarket and that's what he's doing he's just like uh, oh Oh, things are not the way they used to be. Things are not the way they used to be. Call the manager, <laughs> and then he just like explodes. Uh, at least that's that's kind of how I see. See, see like I, he's having trouble kind of moving into the new century, and like, like you let Bill Cosby was the that's the man. He made some like I can't believe, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, which <laughs> I was like, holy fuck! How's like a dude who joke? I mean. I get how you write it. Like I'm not stupid, but <laughs> well, well, you shit. you start with a you start with a concept and then <laughs> put it on paper, uh, storyboards. It's it's okay. So like to me, you that's what off, I mean by Boomer Ridge. Uh, or it's the well back in my day, Bill Cosby was the dad, and it's like yeah, but he's a fucking horrible human who raped he's a people. Rapist. Yeah. Yes. It's the same like. I, I've had this conversation a couple of times. We probably have on here too about 
like even like Kevin Spacey, where it's like, man, he was a good actor, and I wish he wasn't a shitty person because I really, I really enjoy. Like I loved, loved Usual Suspects. Like House of Cards was phenomenal. House that's of Cards I, is what started all of this, right? Yeah, like, I'm, well, that's that's what I don't think that's what started it. I think that's what like what he was doing when this came to light. Oh, sorry, sorry. Like House of Cards was the first. I mean, to me, it was the first time I can remember a streaming show. Like a, a streaming show that captured the public consciousness enough that oh. people were like, have you seen House of Cards yet? It's so good. You got to get Netflix to watch House of Cards. Like, I think I it was Breaking Bad. Bad. Breaking, Bad, Breaking, Bad, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad was on cable, though. Those are, yeah, I you mean, got to You got to get was it AMC. You got to you got to subscribe to AMC. But back in 2012, though, back in 2011, whenever, whenever House, I, I mean, to me. House of Cards kind of marks the first time, like as a collective, like a collective consciousness, people were like, yeah, I download, I, you know, I, I bought Netflix. Like you had to have Netflix on a computer. Like you couldn't <laughs> watch Netflix on your phone. Like, I mean, to me, that's yeah. the show that kind of started this whole shebang. Um, anyways, I mean, it would be wonderful if Kevin Spacey wasn't a giant piece of shit and we could watch that show because but- it, but it it's that better, but. I think it's that it's that feeling where like we we can look at it and go, oh, yeah, that it just feels wrong to even like support that. But there's like <laughs> it seems like that generation and I'm and and other people. But it seems they're like, oh, no, like separate the, the, the character from from the person. They're like, what? Whatever. It doesn't it doesn't matter. Like if I'm giving support to this person who literally raped people it, do, it doesn't matter that was the that was the bro model that's what you should be trying to do and it just feels it feels so yeah and i know our generations are going um this feels super disingenuous to to even consider that you know oh yeah let's go let's go sit down and watch some uh you know watch some of the you know, cosby show while you know what he's doing behind the scenes where he's going you know i want some i want some of my pudding like Your on the screen yeah. but <laughs> but backstage he's fucking roofing people and raping them you're like um like it's it's just you can't separate it how do you how do you separate that i mean yeah look i get it you know that's the that's the show that i watched when i was a kid when i was sick right like so the cosby I, show was great it was i great. think that's how you make that joke like that it's it's with that in mind because it's, it's, it's specifically just, it feels like it's specifically calling that out because he's talking about the tv character and we're like oh like oh god <laughs> for him he's like what fucking tv character oh, it'd be like if he found out the the dad from home improvement was you know on cocaine and a drug dealer uh-huh. oh please tell me Tell me Wait. that's not real. What? Please tell Seriously? me that's not real. Tim Allen is a coke dealer. <laughs> I, I think he was dealing coke. It might have been pot. I don't. I don't know. Oh, but he man. was arrested for dealing drugs. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> like, how did you? That was like it's like a big news story. That that was long before. It wasn't like a that that was like what he did in his youth. That was that was like like say say your favorite roguish you know space guy. Who flies a a bird named ship? Uh, <laughs> just happened to wander in, and they're like, "Oh, wait, what's my pot dealer doing here?" Uh, auditioning. <laughs> like they were they were confused when their pot dealer showed up oh, to audition no. for a role. <laughs> Did you not know any of this? 
No. Oh man. I just just I just ruined your ruined your evening. Yeah, you did. I thought he was a carpenter. I mean <laughs> just I yeah. Could be both. He yeah, you can both, right? you can do both. <laughs> you can oh. be a carpenter and you know what? No, actually, I don't. If you didn't ruin my evening, I don't give a Ooh, shit. Like, here's a fun, whatever. here's a fun headline for you. How Tim Allen went from cocaine trafficking criminal to, to yeah. However, <laughs> that sentence ends. recalls serving time in prison on cocaine charges. Uh, arrested at, in 1978, arrested at the Kalamazoo Battle Creek International Airport, in Michigan, with over a pound of cocaine in his luggage. The Santa Claus was a drug dealer. I mean, look at all the snow around there. Oh, my God. I had no idea. Wow. That's... (laughs) Oh, man. That's a special thing to happen on a Tuesday. I mean, I'm not actually... I'm not actually sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Also, BT Dubs. BT Dubs, it's Wednesday. Wednesday. (laughs) I I know. I know. My wife doesn't get home until Friday. It needs to be (laughs) Thursday night. Um, Harrison Ford was 1960s Hollywood's favorite weed dealer. (laughs) Oh, man. And Reagan's wife gave the best blowjob in Hollywood. I knew that one. I heard that one recently. Um, Whatever. Live your life. Live your life, I guess. Kill kill your darlings. (sighs) Or would you say, uh, was it forget the past, kill it if you must? Kill it if you must. Yeah. Yeah. No, man, look, I mean, it's just, this is going to be a hard right turn. It, um, it, it really will. We're, we're going away from Tim Allen's snow-covered nostrils <laughs> to, to uh, I guess, Mother Milk's um, white-covered face. No, I think, I think we're not there what, we, we can, well, what we can talk about is, you know, Mother's Milk does have a pretty pivotal role in this first episode, I do think. He gets a, he's getting a very interesting edit. And a very interesting story this season. Um, you know, we've seen him kind of stand up to Butcher and tell him, you know, like, hey, you know, there's the line of like, we, you know, they don't draw a line. I think Butcher says they don't draw a line. And Mother's Milk says that's exactly why we have to. Right. Yeah. It's like Butcher's going on the if you can't beat him, join him. And right. Mother's Milk is like, no, that's wrong. We can't be that. We can never stoop to that. We can never say, um, stoop to mudslinging. We have to stay above this this nonsense where we're just called socialists all the time and communists. They go low, we go higher. Yeah, right. That's that's exactly you know, what's happening here. And, and it's yeah. it's very interesting to see him. You know, he had walked away from this. He had walked away from everything, and, and had lost his family. But like he needed that. He needed the. He needs to, to have revenge on on soldier boy because we do find out i think maybe next episode you know when he's talking to annie um what actually happens what mother's milk actually did to him and his family soldier it's our soldier boy it's that's a doozy like to to live with that kind of like i I don't know about you but like it's that kind of shit plays in my head for days yeah he's got he's got the same i mean he's got the same story as huey essentially Mm -hmm. it's just a little i mean it's a different person. Like there, there's a thing that makes you go, I need to do this for, I, I need to do this for my life's mission is you know, live underground in these horrible, disgusting shitholes and you know, try and try and avoid death. 
for a small taste of justice. Like that that's a special that's a special kind of thing that has to happen to you. That's special kind of hate that you carry that around, you know? Like yeah. I mean that's it it really is the same the same thing. Like and he holds guilt for having his grandpa in that in that spot. I get it. I, I do. Like yeah. I mean it's the same concept of like, you know, you get in an accident, right? And you're like, well, if I just left five minutes early or the sliding it's like, doors, it's, it's the final, final destination kind of thing. Right. Like, yeah. You the know, horror version of sliding doors. It's just, <laughs> yes. It's, it, I, I like the fact that we have at least one character. I mean, we have more than that, but I do yeah. like the fact that we have one character who refuses to budge, right? Like the whole world is staring him in the face. His whole world is staring him in the face and telling him to move. And he is firmly planted in the ground and saying, I will not. Like, I'm not going. I'm not moving. I'm not budging. This is my morals. This is what's right. This is what I'm doing. Um, yeah, I think we have two right now. Like, two characters I think there who, are, two. who have the North, who have, like, a moral North Star. Yeah, I didn't want to get into her just yet because right. she's got a fucking doozy of a story. <laughs> um, but... But I mean, in this first episode, you know, you you get, you get, kind of mother's milk coming back to butcher, which I think is kind of what, kind of what I assumed would happen. Right? Is like he's gonna fall back in line after last week, where he's like, there is no team, you know, for me to hold together anymore. He's right. Like the team is breaking up. They've all paired off, and mother's milk, who was always in the middle, you know, the pivot point. There's there's no team to hold in it together anymore because everybody's doing their own stuff, right? And it's it's really sad when Huey, you know, is the one to take the he, he takes the the V twenty four, and he's like, you know, Huey, did you not hear anything I I just said? Um, and and, and you know, it's it's just sad to see the look on Marvin's face that like it doesn't matter. Man, he's he's gonna he's made his choice up, like he's made his mind up, right? Yeah, which we hear um, from uh, Starlight later. He's like, "This is just who you are." Which like, is I interesting. Thought it was the drugs, but this is you. That actually is a wonderful, wonderful. Um, I guess you call what do you call segue segue um, to Maeve. Not to be confused with the little like two wheeled thing that was the popular Paul for Blart. a little while. Mall yeah, the Paul, the Paul Blart um, um, transportation vehicle. <laughs> so you're asking yourself over there, how are we going from Maeve from what he just said? Um, and I think that it is a very, very intentional role that Maeve plays. She gets very little, uh, very little screen time in these two episodes, but I think she is here for a reason. Um, we find out, I, did we already know that Maeve was giving the V24 to butcher. I, mean, I don't think we knew that she was giving him the the V, but we I mean we knew that she was kind of involved in this side project to try and kill Homelander. Did you did it feel unnecessary the the scene between Maeve and Butcher yes. when they're they like just gratuitous sex? Yeah, I was reason? like I was like all right, all right. Um, I guess it's two broken people like I don't I don't know. It just, the, I don't, I don't know what that, I don't know what that's supposed to, is supposed to serve other than uh, piss off, uh, piss off Homelander, or I guess, I guess to, uh, 
Homelander off that Maeve is working with them when she says I can he says I can smell butcher can all smell over you. you. Yeah. That's creepy. Um Yeah. I, I, but I, we already see that. We see that with Ryan. Like that he's yeah. like, I smell your blood. Your blood is different. Your heart rate is pumping fat. Yeah, that was that's pretty I'm not gonna lie. So I think that gave us the uh, Yeah, it gave us kind of the oh well, Homelander's probably got this too if the kid does. I think that it's very, very intriguing that this scene at the very it's almost at the very beginning of the episode where <laughs> Butcher is talking to Maeve, right? And he's talking about the the V and what it does. And you know, in the midst of him telling her, like, hey, I have to actually kill you, Maeve. Like, because he does say every single one of you has to die. Yeah. Like he makes a point of telling her that repeatedly. He says in that scene you know, the V, is, it doesn't do anything special. It just takes what's inside of you and amplifies it, which I feel like is the throughput of this, this episode. is like taking to excess what, you know, our worst character flaws. So the the thing that, things about you that you wish you didn't have, but like, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna bring it out. Like what's done in the dark will always find light. Right, like that that kind of mentality. Like you might say all the right things, you might do all the right things, but you have like that one fucked up thought and like that just sort of colors the way you are as a person. Um I feel like that's what they're telling us the V does, right? Is like, you know, we see Homelander's paranoia and Maeve's kind of indecisiveness, right? Like she's supposed yeah, to be brave. getting turned up to eleven. It, exactly. Yeah. Right. Um I don't know. I just, I thought that was very, very intentional that they throw that line out there. And then you finish this two episode arc with that really heart wrenching scene between Huey and uh, Annie. That was just like, oof, that was sad. Um, All right. We're not, we're not quite there yet, but um, where do you want to go next? You want to talk about Ashley? Uh Sure, let's go with Ashley. Very briefly. Also, um, fuck her. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, just to say, you know, Ashley is now the CEO of Bot, um, which you know, <laughs> she's officially the puppet. Right. Um, she, I think we saw this last week, but like, she fucking loves being Homelander's puppet. Like that scene with the board members and the EBITDA lady. Um, she's she's she like thinks she's come full circle right like she thinks she's hot shit now because she's the the ceo and she knows how to please homelander Um, yeah and that's all that matters is sucking up to the boss like oh "Oh, i've done i've done well like Like, she didn't even get to give her speech and homelander's like okay that's yeah that's enough enough that's how that's how i imagine lindsey graham is going to be in 2024 (laughs) it's gonna it's gonna look an awful lot like that Lindsey Graham got name checked in this episode. Um, that's fucking wild that this <laughs> show did that. I'm not gonna that's lie. When I when I'm like, hey guys, remember when la- I think it was last week when we were like, hey, the first season is kind of like, hey, this is this is pretty much reality, guys. The second season goes, this is fucking reality, guys. And this one like beat you beat you in the face. I think this is what is happening right now. Smash, smash, smash. Like that's another, just another example. <laughs> you know, you know what I just realized is we didn't talk about with Mother's Milk. Um, fucking, we called it about Todd, by the way. 
Oh yeah, um, that's smarmy <laughs> little douchebag. Um, yeah, straight t- straight telegraphed. Oh fuck that guy! Fuck that guy! I bet I bet he's gonna go to Blue Hawks Memorial. Ah, uh, I. That's a nice transition right into Blue Hawks, um, <laughs> sir. It's like you've been doing this for a little while. Um, at least a couple of years. <laughs> I, look, I fucking hate A Train. I, I think he is a horrible character, but I do like this storyline for A Train, right? Like, I do. I love the fact that he gets a little taste of his own medicine, right? And, and he gets checked by Ashley, of all people, right? Like. Right. You know, I, I mean, I, I'm kind of combining his storyline across the two episodes because I kind of feel like it is—it's just one story, right? Um, yeah, he's—he take—he plays a fairly small, small role in this. I think he does have actually some bit to play in in Herogasm. I think, if but I'm he, not mistaken, a little, a little bit. Like it's, it's more of in a, like he's, I think he he's realizing what what he's been doing wrong. Like we, we do see him in hero gasm and he runs into Huey and is like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like I, if that, I, I got felt that it, it seemed heartfelt. It felt genuine. Right. Like yeah. I think at first, think well, he got at it. the end, at the end, yeah. I think it did. Like at first he's like, fine, fuck it, man. I'm sorry. Like whatever. And it's like, no, wait, I actually, I actually am sorry. Like, this is what it feels where it's the it's you don't you don't care about a social issue until it happens to you until something happens to you it's that that whole thing and he's never had anything happen to him like it's he's just been above it he's been kind of the mouthpiece and chill the one that's doing the oh yeah let's do the coke commercial he's that that dude and now it's like wait this this isn't just an issue that oh yeah people have this is like a very real issue on a personal level and he my oh, brother wait never maybe i should again yeah, yeah maybe i should maybe i should you know pay attention now and it's like oh yeah this is a this is too late i i, I just love the fact that ashley has to be the voice she's plays jimmy jiminy cricket in this episode of like i mean she just said what you said basically like now you care like you know how many times i had to clear like the whole reason that huey is even involved even in this situation is because of a train and you kind of forget like a train started this whole deal right like he i mean you could draw a line from a train to you know where we are right now very easily i mean just watch the episodes and and you get here um yeah we we would not have we would not have huey butcher would have gone off the rails got himself killed already yeah this this would all be done um yeah all behind the scenes and the, the, the character of Blue Hawk, I mean, obviously, like, he's an over, over-exaggerated over racist asshole. Like, I, I feel like he is, you know, amalgamation is he, of... Is he over-exaggerated, or is it literally just what we saw on the news? This no, is, This think... is the Blue Lives Matter, like, yeah. fascist crowd. Yeah, like, that's exactly who the he blue is. Li- well, I mean, he said, he, yeah, literally says... Oh, soup lives matter. Oh. Like all li- all lives matter. Fucking soup li- goes th- goes through every single one of them. Like this is this is exactly what that is. It's like you the <laughs> I I don't want to I don't want to go on that rant. Uh, but the, mm-hmm. the ones who are just like yeah, blindly looking at no, no you gotta you gotta back the blue. I'm like well the blue is fucking murdering people. 
like literally murdering murdering people in the streets that don't deserve it. Do you back them? And like, Everything well, no. There's but there's Black some. Lives Matter. Yeah, there's some Everything. bad. Yeah. It's like, well, then the good ones are also not speaking up and are covering for the bad ones for fear, whatever it is. Like I've seen Training Day. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, it's, and it's like you're you're covering for them, so you're not you're not doing the deed, but you are enabling the deed. It's the same thing that was going through the whole Weinstein stuff. The same thing that goes through the Cosby stuff. The same thing that goes through fucking all of these things where it's like, yeah, you may not be the one actually doing the deed, but you know about it and you are enabling it. Enabling it is just as bad. It is just as bad. I, I think that's what people struggle with. Yeah. Right. Is that it's, it's because you're being told you're doing the bad thing and you're like, I'm not hurting anyone. I'm not actually discriminating. Someone. Yeah, they hurt someone. I didn't hurt someone, but you saw it. That's the that's the uh, the old quote. The the way evil triumphs is for good to do nothing. It's hard. It's hard to be confronted with the fact of like, and, and look, I mean, it, it's everybody can sit here and say, I mean, I shouldn't say that. Most people can sit here and say like, hey, I saw something and I should have said something, and I didn't, and like I recognize now that was wrong of me. I will say that. Yeah, I saw things that like were wrong, and you don't stand up to them. That doesn't mean you can't start now. Like, it, it, you don't have to be perfect. Nobody's fucking perfect. We're just asking to be like fucking. Decent, pay attention a little bit. Decent to people. Yeah. Like, if you see something that you're like, I wouldn't like that if that yeah. happened to me. Yeah, then that's fucking up. say something. Like, like let's say your your ability to govern what you do with your body. <laughs> and again. I feel like I have to say this because we've said it so many times. I shouldn't be the one. I shouldn't be the one voice. I mean, like, look, this is not. I'm not the voice that you should listen to when it comes to this. There yeah. are plenty of way more qualified people than me. But like, also, <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, blue lives matter, like all lives matter. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, have you just... have you been listening to the show? Because uh, we're specifically saying fuck you. Like, if you're yeah. one of these like racist, fascist pieces of shit who who is allowing this to continue occurring, go listen to Joe Rogan. Like, this yeah, is not the that's show a great, for you. That's a great podcast for you to subscribe to. Uh, I hear I hear Joe Rogan is fantastic. Alex Jones probably still has some subscribers. Uh, <laughs> if you want to join join in there, buy some super male vitality so you can feel like a real man. Um, <laughs> you know what? For only forty nine ninety five. It's wild to me. Is that I can remember when I was in college, fucking Alex Jones was like, he was like the kook at that yeah. point. He was the that one that had, was literally screaming about lizard people, like lizard people. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> he had that stupid GeoCities website and like it didn't work. It was so fucking trashy that like even Apple was like, I mean, yeah, you can subscribe if you want to, but like I wouldn't. But I don't. Mean, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> And people were like, I gotta have it, I gotta have it. <laughs> Whatever. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyways, back to Blue Hawk. See, this is what this show does. Back to Road Rush. Like, <laughs> I, I feel a certain kind of way for, for um, A-Train at the end here. Right? Like, well, is it, is it the end? I think it is. <coughs> I, I take that back. I don't think it is. It clearly... You didn't he, see him it, die on screen. We're meant to think it is. Um, right. But I don't think he is dead. Um, no. 
Blue Hawk gets exactly what he deserves. I mean, I'm not advocating dragging people <laughs> behind, you know, speeding cars. But, you but... know, say if, if there was a group of people that were going to tie people to the hitches of their trucks and chains and then drag them through fields, uh, maybe I'm they ought to, sure. maybe that ought to go more eye for an eye. That was pretty intentional, the way yeah. that they killed Blue Hawk. <laughs> I'm, I have a feeling. Um, I, you know, it, it, it's. Yeah, they Blue couldn't Hawk's... lynch him, so. <sighs> Blue Hawk's a waste of a character, right? Like, I mean, I'm glad he's done. I'm glad, I'm glad that this was, you know, brought up. I'm glad that it's over, though. Honestly, yeah. I'm, I'm fucking sick of that guy. Um, yeah, in reality too. <laughs> yeah. Both on TV and in reality. <laughs> so, let's let's kind of wrap up our minor characters here. Let's talk about Deep real quick, um, because the biggest idiot on the block continues to fail upwards in the most glorious and masterful ways possible. You'd think his name was Jared Kushner. You would, wouldn't you? Um, <laughs> Deep ends up running the crime analytics lab um, for some reason. That That's where Homelander wants The cupcakes? The, oh the welcome God. cupcakes? Oh, like, Jesus Christ. But everybody's got to send up for, for a performance review where I review your tweets. Like yeah, crime anal. <laughs> watching his Jesus. wife like mouth the words off screen every time he speaks is the best part of his storyline. <laughs> his wife is the best part of deep storyline. Truthfully, yeah. It's certainly um, not an octopus. No, Jesus Christ. That was fucking. As, as soon as, as soon together. as I heard you have so many arms, oh, um, yeah. I was like, he's fucking an octopus, isn't he? Well, what else would he be fucking at that moment? I um, do. I do really, really like, that Annie comes around the corner and is like, oh, Homelander's going to love this. I, I love that she did that. That is the most petty thing I think I've seen her character do. Um, it's, yeah, she felt like an entirely different human in this. In like that in this, moment. In, in the Herogasm episode. She feels like, like a totally different character, which I do I think, think it's is, intentional. I do yeah. think it's intentional. That I mean, I, I, I guess I don't want to totally jump to the end of her story but her when she says i'm you know i'm not starlight anymore this is my name oh that's and a says her, like that's that that's what i think that's what we're seeing is like her like the the girl she could have been or would have been growing up like the the real annie please stand up mm-hmm. um, and no, that's what we see at there. the end <clears throat> let's go there because i mean at this point with this episode i think the last bit is Huey and, and Annie, right? Um, which we've kind of talked about Huey a little bit. You know, he's making the choice to, to take more V or to take V um, so that he can be, you know, in his words, the scared, freaked out, you know, Huey or the, you know, I got a chance to live through this kind of guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think what's really interesting about Huey in this this episode is that this is the episode he decides like, hey, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna sit at the big kids' table, right? Like, I'm, I'm gonna be involved, and it's not gonna be any more of like Huey's on the edge. Like, you don't like, you almost forget this is the guy that killed uh, Translucent, right? Like, he fucking blew up a bomb that was in Translucent's yeah, asshole. He's he's done some uh, stuff. There's some there's there's stuff in there. It amplifies it, and it, it's. It's interesting to me because we find out, you know, you see Annie has been, you know, quietly like 
she's willing to take the risk. She's willing to put her neck on the line the entire time. She knows, like, she has to be the one. She has powers. Like, she's powerful, right? Like, she is very powerful. She's not Ish. Homelander powerful. But or she's... even Senator powerful. Oh, man. But that she scene, is powerful. That scene was great. Um, when Senator's like, uh, when she just casually drops with the, like, oh, did he think I was going to pop his head? I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. Like, like, we're uh... just calling a spade a spade now, aren't we? Um, yeah, she ain't, she ain't dumb. No, no. I think when he, you show up to a crime scene when your arm was broken and then magically isn't, I think <laughs> right. that's that kind of gives like, you away. So we bit. call a clue. Uh, <laughs> I guess the only, the, I guess the only only other thing to talk about then is is Huey or uh, Frenchie and Miko, right? Because um, they're kind of doing their own like weird side quest going on at this point. <laughs> um. Which is the best part of this episode is the fucking musical number, which happens out of nowhere, and you feel like you're watching a different show. Um, Very brief. It felt, it felt really, really sad, right? That yeah. I mean, that was, obviously, that was a happy moment. She gets rid of her, like her powers are gone, and she's and like, she can talk. finally, she's like, finally, these are gone. It's um, the it's when it's when Nina kidnaps Frenchie. And she's sitting there when when uh, Kimiko is sitting there looking at the the family in the garden after she kisses Frenchie and she's like, oh, let's watch this. You know, when you write that text and you rewrite it, and you're like, oh, maybe I'll say this. Maybe, yeah. And you can you crafting can see, the perfect. She's already texted him several times, right? And like, oh, and she's man. thinking he just you know he's dad that Ghosted went out for her. a pack of smokes, um, wow. and he's like, oh, like oh oh we oui, it finally happened. Oh, it's just I was in a weird perverse way I was happy when she got kidnapped because I was like okay well at least she'll know Yeah, at least she'll know that he didn't run out on her right like that's that was sad that's a really down note to end that episode on um, it is especially with such a happy dance scene <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just so uncharacteristic to the boys um, <laughs> which is why it was so why it was so jarring I loved it. Absolutely yeah. loved it. But yeah, it is a sad, a, a sad place to end it. But it's okay because we're going to move on to the money shot. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Don't forget to sign your NDA. Oh man, did we talk about was Legend was Legend and the yeah he was he was in that episode. Yep, yeah. Legend was uh, there. Paul Reiser. I mean, cool to see him back on TV again. Like yeah. he's popping up in a lot of shit. I think he was in Stranger Things recently. I think that's all right so. in Stranger yeah. Things. Um, but yeah, I, again, don't really care. I, I'll be honest with you, don't really care. Like, they name dropped Stillwell. That was cool, just to see that, like, she's floating around, but or her name was floating around, but that's it, about it. It was like, all right, yeah, he he was there. Like, to, <laughs> The whole point of that scene was, like, to give him a cameo. Yeah, basically. I don't, I don't feel like it really added a whole lot to the story. No, I don't think so. Um, but I do. I tell you what, I did absolutely love the beginning of Herogasm. Um, with the oh my god, <laughs> the several different celebrities singing. You know, this reminded me. I could of... see behind me. I was rolling my eyes so hard. <laughs> it's. Do you remember in 2016 when uh, Hillary Clinton was running against Donald Trump for the first time, or for 
you know, president and um, all these Hollywood celebrities came out and they're singing like Rachel Platten's like fight song, like all these oh, yeah. like, feminist, like iconic songs. And it's just, it, it's that. And it's this fucking like cutscene singing bullshit. that's like designed to raise money. And it just, I did really just, like, Black Noir's cameo in that video. <laughs> and he's just holding the sign. Yeah. Um, that was great. I'm, so I'm good. not going to lie. Um, I do also really like the part where he finds out that, hey, Soldier Boy's back, and he just like immediately walks to the elevator, stabs himself in the arm, pulls out his tracker, just hands it to some poor lady that's like now covered in blood. Thanks. And he just like walks off. <laughs> it's interesting to me because I guess I sort of antis- I sort of assumed from where we see so where we see noir where he gets part of his skull blown off right after that explosion yeah there's enough in there like i always assumed noir was just kind of like the attack dog right like you point him at something and you let him go um that's not true like like noir is very clearly got it going on upstairs there's, he knows there's something there like i need to not be Here. where fucking <laughs> soldier boy is um or where Homelander is. Or where Homelander is, because that's, you know... Do you want to talk about Homelander real quick in this episode? Because Homelander, I think we find out, has dissociative identity disorder, right? Like, it's... it's You know, we didn't Do talk we? about him in, at all last episode. At all. Like, I... I you know, he's in the episode. Um, but to watch him talk to his reflection... And to hear the things that his reflection is saying back to him. I don't him. think it's DID. It's just like him talking his internal monologue. Like, I don't know. I uh, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, he's maybe he's clearly he's clearly got some mental issues. But I mean, I I think that's us us getting a view into the internal monologue, like the the standard like you look into the mirror and talk to yourself thing not not necessarily that he's actually watching his reflection in the mirror talking back to him and seeing that i think that's that's the the story's trick to let us see inside what he's thinking i guess when they they cut away at one point and they just show homelander you know just standing in front of the mirror with no no voiceover at that point i guess i just sort of assumed he was flipping back and forth between personalities uh, I I don't know. I'm always like, we talked about it. Some, I mean, we talked about Legion. We talked about Moon Knight. Uh, but I, yeah, I don't. I, I don't think the same goal is here. And I I don't know. I'm always he- I'm hesitant to armchair psychologist and like That's diagnose true. something. I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm not that smart. So I retract my statement. I'm just. Gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna he's talking to he's, himself. He's talking to himself. Um, yeah, giving himself a little pep talk. You was smart. You was good. You was a giant piece of shit who can't do anything right. Oh wait, that that's that's what, it, that's what he's actually saying to himself. Yeah. I mean, we've really we've really talked about a lot of this that happens in this episode. So I kind of want to skip to. I, I kind of want to go to Herogasm again because it, it that's where everything else is a set piece to get us to Herogasm. Right. You just want like, to talk about the love sausage. Oh my god. <coughs> that CGI work was I'm pretty was sure something. I'm pretty sure that character was <laughs> was actually in the cantina at Moss Eisley. 
Jesus. If not, he's in the Death Star. So. <laughs> I I love the fact that he has you know has that superpower and has never thought of the name Love Sausage for himself. <laughs> um, <sighs> uh, poor mother's milk. It's that comic relief is is wonderful. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it's horrible for mother's milk and the things that he undergoes, but um, it, it's very com- comedic the fact that he gets rubbed up against some by somebody like some dude like i just i guess i assumed i watched this part of my phone um that that dude was like lubed up or whatever and he gets some lube on mother's milk who freaks out over that no i don't think that's what it was was it something else i i think i you remember how we saw at the very beginning the shrinking and him walking to the tip of a penis i think he was walking into is it that guy again i think so and I because think he was walking into a, a female. I think that guy, that character, we see die um, when Homelander stomps on him. Right? Yes. I think so oh. too. I so have to be fine, with you. Which is, again, like a direct mirror of him and Butcher. Like, <sighs> Butcher didn't do it when he, when he could have. And Homelander he's did. like, you know what? Whatever. Like, you are, you are nothing. It's something about the size differential because. Like, okay, so when when we we set up uh, we set up for this massive fight between uh, Homelander and Soldier Boy and uh, Butcher and Huey, it's something about like the explosion and the people are hurt, and I'm like, I didn't really feel sympathy for any of those people, but I damn sure felt sympathy for the little guy who's like little little. Like the Ant Man, basically. Oh, of the, of yeah, I didn't feel like simply for him either. Fuck it. I don't know why. Like he did explode a dude in half because he was in his dick. So like, there's that. Um, he's supposed to be in rehab, so I guess you know. I guess that. <laughs> well, this is the 70th anniversary. Uh, Can't miss the yeah. 70th anniversary of Captain America. I mean, <laughs> that was the, that was interesting to find out that you know he set up the first one with uh, a soup called Liberty. Um, yeah, <laughs> that was. That was a nice little throwback. Um, yeah, good, a good touch. Um, yeah, oh, this. I mean, this whole episode has been built up for like two seasons now, like yeah. two full. When they're like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna get to Hero Gas," don't worry. And it, it is kind. I mean, yeah, they're they're all fucking terrible people. Like, copy. Like, <laughs> I get it's a little it. bit of a letdown. So it's it's honestly. really just a set piece to. I don't know to to have that have that from the comic go into the show and then to get you know the, to get homelander and soldier boy in the same spot because it's just the was it the two wonder twins that can't can't come uh, when lovely. they need to wonder twin powers activate and they just yeah. fucking fizzle out um, yeah because and they hate each other and like they're miser- they're all miserable fucking people i care like it, not at all about these people at all I no was like i need you to fucking die the and they the did the only part the the part that the only part that i cared about was mother's milk and annie like because yep. they're the only two that were like we've got to save everybody here like we've got to save them like nobody we need to start getting people bullshit. out yeah no one no one is is cares they're like it's going to be a bloodbath and like but we this is our chance to kill homelander and it, that it's like you you can see the the split on the team like annie mother's yep. milk versus butcher and huey essentially because that's 
<laughs> that's that, that's the new the new teams essentially, and where they're going ideologically. Mm-hmm. And it it goes back to our unending conversations: how much bullshit can you do and be redeemed, or what's what's worth it? Because mm-hmm. is it is it worth it to have an entire you know house full of humans destroyed because d- just to get these two guys in the same spot to hopefully take him out, or do you try and save those people? It's very interesting too that when you have the moment of you know they have Homelander penned right, like Soldier yep. Boy is actively trying to use that like whatever power in his in his chest the bomb power or the nuclear bomb power, he struggles to use yeah. it in that moment. Like versus the other maybe times, can't do it twice. Yeah. The, all these other times we've seen him, he just loses control. Like he doesn't understand that he's the one that blew up the house. Right. And then like when he tries to use it, he can't, he can't make it happen. Yeah. There's not he, enough, there's not enough anger in him in that, in that moment to, to do it. It's like, oh, okay, we're fighting, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not mad about the uh, mad about the youths. Youths, which, which I have to say, like if I if you're if you're soldier boy, just the fucking things that the Russians did. They kept flashing back to them firing the AK-47 in his mouth, and like yeah, that alone is fucking absurd. <laughs> but the scene where they almost show you them like trying to drill into his eye, I'm like, I'm gonna need you to stop showing that scene. That that is like actively making my stomach turn um they don't even show anything but they just like it's it's rough i can't do things with people's eyes that that shit is weird oh yeah um not a big uh, fan of the eye thing i mean to me it boils down to that scene where annie and mother's milk are helping people and butcher and soldier boy and huey walk out of you know, the wreckage of the house and then they walk off into the woods, leaving those people. I mean, it yeah. couldn't, it couldn't be more clear. Like our, you're right. That is, that is our fracture point. Um, I think, I think that's, that's really the big thing in this episode, just as a whole. I mean, we have, we have a uh, Frenchie and the the whole like torture scene and, mm-hmm. and they get to kind of run off into the sunset together currently. I hope they do. So, I hope they do. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll be interested to see because now, I mean, technically there's there's six members of this team and we're now down to two, two, and two. But mm-hmm. there's three little teams where they're just off doing their own thing. Uh, and I mean, that was an interesting scene. But really it goes back to, back to the mother's milk, Annie and Butcher and Huey. Like it all, it all goes back to, to that. Like that's the, that's the big part. There's little other things that occur in the episode. Like, I mean, yeah, Homelander continues to become or to become Trump. Like, yep, and like very, very obviously, like he is Donald J himself. Yeah, it's it's not even like I I don't I still I just don't understand how and <laughs> there's people that are just watching this going, oh, this is an entertaining show, and not like just getting smacked in the face with. Uh, with a the with point. the love, with the love sausage of the point, like it's a love sausage size point at this like right now. Mm. It's, it's like throwing I, tantrums, storming off sets, like you stupid piece of shit. Like how do you how dare you ambush this? And what kind of question is that? Yeah, that. it's just like oh my god! Like we've watched this in the fucking news for the past like seven years now. And here comes it, Ashley, you know, right behind, right behind him. 
when he storms off to be like, you're fucking done. Like, yeah. it's not an unreasonable question, right? Like, it's, it's just one he doesn't want to answer. And that's that's the telling part, right? Is the... So why won't you listen to me? I told you. I already why said won't you just this listen? is over. Yeah, it's, everything's safe. Mm. It's fine. Go outside. You won't get COVID. I mean, be killed by a superhero. Just go, go out, go out, see how strong I am. I got like, I'm fine. Like it, it oh my God, like it just the way, the way they, the way they've written this to like encapsulate all of that. You know what this is? Like in one. This is, this is dark mirror. You know, it's a little bit more entertainment value. It's a continual series. Dark mirror <laughs> used to do this shit. Black, black mirror. Black mirror. Is it black mirror? Yeah, it is okay. black mirror. Black Mirror used to be that show that like I couldn't watch because it was too real, right? Like they take yeah. one, they take one aspect and, and turn it, it to eleven. Fucking dark, like yeah, to me, like Twitter, like <laughs> oh, it's the the Twitter Oof. one with um, like if you only have so many likes, like that can't... was the Bryce Dallas Howard one. With, oh god, that that you have to be rated. The Twitter one that I'm talking about is the very first episode. Where the Prime Minister of England, I think, is forced to have sex with a pig. pig. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know if I can watch more of this show. <laughs> to um, me. And then uh, the, and now I'm watching the boys. So <laughs> the one that turned me off from Black Mirror, honestly, is the one where this is this is this was dark, but it's this it turns out like this woman uh, murdered a child and uh she like she's forced to relive like her dark deepest, deepest darkest fears. Hmm. as an entertainment show um Ooh, for I don't like know if i've seen that one yet I, I stopped after the donald gleason one she is a drunk driver and she ends up killing uh like hmm. a kid and the father and as her punishment like they reset her mind or whatever every day and she's forced to just continually relive the worst day of her life Ooh. for like entertainment it is some dark ass shit like so, I'm not gonna yeah, lie, it's that one piece turned to eleven, and this is like, like all kinds of different stuff, like all kinds, of, uh, just society in general, is turned to eleven, and all mm-hmm. of these different ridiculous things. But uh, honestly, it, it feels like we're in an episode of Black Mirror, so I, I guess it makes sense that we'd have something that's a little bit even crazier, um, because it's Black Mirror with superheroes. I mean, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Like this is the reality we live in, unfortunately. Yeah um it's which i've been told we we covered on at least three episodes when we started the voice <laughs> really yeah and we keep talking about it because it's still it's still just fucking baffling that this is the world that we live in like yeah we don't have people you know like literally flying around and you know like with 14 foot dicks and and shrink and get you know shrink and expand and all this, like, we don't have superheroes. But we still, like, this is still the, the world that we're living in. It'd be awesome if our world would change. And we would not, you know, we'd be able to not draw fucking parallels directly to, yes. you know, the shit that's happening. But it's, e- it's easy if you try. Yeah. Imagine. <laughs> There's the Imagine. Oh, my God. <laughs> I still can't get over how fucking stupid that, that is. But truthfully, you know, whatever. Um, above us only sky <laughs> See, this is why this is why this show always takes two hours to do is because you just keep yanking the steering wheel and you're like we're going left um I'm <laughs> but god damn am i a fun passenger <laughs> yeah you are you sure <laughs> are. 
delightful I mean, passenger. It's so much fun, especially when you're going on the interstate. Uh, guardrail. <laughs> um, Bounce guess, off that shit. I guess, you know, I my takeaways here for this show, for this particular episode, um, you know, the Huey, the Huey and Annie breakup, if you will. Um, you know, you've kind of touched on where we are as a team, but I do think it's important to note, we kind of teased it a little bit. We talked about it a little bit, but, you know, Huey basically yanks Annie out of that, that house as opposed to letting her stop. And it's the, he finally admits what, you know, we've seen, you know, for weeks coming is that he's tired of being the fuck boy. Like he's tired of being the one who doesn't have powers, can't do anything, has to sit on the sidelines. He wants to be in charge. He wants, yeah, he wants, I think he wants to, protector not necessarily be in charge i think he wants to not feel emasculated like it's, i think that's it's what the same himself it, and it's the same as the other the whatever the dude is who's like jerking off to homelander watching him on the tv uh, oh, todd. mentally yeah todd um that Fucking it's todd. it's that like you it's like oh i gotta feel like i feel like a man like i this is this whole world is keeping me down and is making me feel like I'm not a real man. And like, we're just seeing that with, with Huey too. And all those insecurities, he just wants to, he wants to save her and protect her. And he couldn't save and protect his last, the, the other, whatever her name was. Robin. Uh, Robin. I think is her name. Yeah. So he couldn't yeah. save and protect her. Now he has the ability and she has the ability too. She's strong and capable. And he's like, I have to, I have to protect you. I, I, I have I the ability now. I, I need yeah. to protect you. And you know, you know what they say about the, the tighter you grip. The easier it is to lose, or I think it's the tighter you grip, the easier it is. The, the, the more, more star systems will slip through your fingers. Is um, that it? Okay. I think so. Yes. I like, that or if right. you want to make it gross, we can go with the hero gasm reference. About <sighs> tight grips. Okay. We're already there. We've been pretty gross this episode. <laughs> Has it, has it been that has it been that bad i don't think so i think we've done a really good job of presenting I, this you know in, in a very in a in a not not middle school like middle, I middle school so. boy fashion i hope so I, maybe I someone will add so. us and let us know I yeah know. look i mean to me it's i think we we also see so you're talking about the break essentially huey and annie breaking up also we've got butcher and mother's milk breaking up like literally breaking bats up like he's just taking out all his anger can't do anything about it and uh, he's been the loyal friend to butcher for so long and butcher just keeps shitting on him over these two episodes like knocks him out uh-huh. so he can't do anything like he just keeps shitting on him over yeah, we and talk over about and that over. he fucking roofied him yeah um presumably that's... to keep him safe yeah uh, i, I do he... think it... Yeah, he sorry. couldn't do anything. Like now, now he's kind of a a limfack on the, like on their version of the team that he can't he can't keep up, and he's someone that needs to be protected. So he's got to make sure he stays he stays safe. He's like, and I'm sure in Butcher's head, he's going. Even if he hates me, this is for your own good. Same thing with Huey. He's like, even if you hate me, this is for your own good. It's that that kind of I thing know better than that you. both of and both of them are doing it. So you're watching, like. It's, a lot of these characters are just so similar. Like you've got Homelander and Butcher as two sides of kind of the same coin, and then you've got Huey essentially turning into a baby Butcher. Yeah, I mean that's 
that's where we're headed with him. I, I do I do fear is that that he's going to turn into butcher, right? And that's you know I think we saw that briefly. I think I think I think butcher sees him as his younger brother at one point, and that yeah. scene with his father is starting to come into a little bit more relief now. Um, you know, it's starting to make a little bit more sense why they did that. You know, right? Um, man, it's just. And the and the they're trying to do this by killing everyone and teaming up with murderers and like and sacrificing it, your morals. Yeah, right? sacrificing your morals to like I don't I don't know say fronting <laughs> fronting and funding extreme right wing like neo Nazi candidates for government uh, because you know like well this is the only way we can get ahead and it's like like we, you know that that shit's just going to come back and bite you in the ass like because some of those assholes are going to get elected like it's going to happen it's so now you have yeah you have you have the q squad uh, with marjorie taylor green bobert and gates and all the other fucking lunatic Dip raping shit. raping morons uh, that are yeah cool with uh you know let's just uh let's just traffic a 17 year old to have sex with her uh so that are cool with that like you're you're pairing yourself with with that you're enabling that and then mother's milk and annie are like we got to blow this thing up like that's the only way that that this can this can work so you even see mother's milk going is are you sure and she's like this is the only way this this is taking the high road like she's she's like i I'm quitting the seven. I gotta, I have to do what's, I have to do what's right. Here's all the things I know. Here's the state secrets on a, on a, I presume a dick talk, I guess, uh, or vault talk. I don't know what they're going to call it. It looked like Instagram. That, that's oh, it, looked, it looked like it TikTok was. to me. Oh, maybe it, it looked like a TikTok live. I, mm. I don't know. It's a so- social media. So or vault, vault social or whatever it is, vault social live. One of those things. Yeah. But- I, mean, I was just throwing in another herogasm joke for sure. you. A dick with, talk? D- with dick talk. Dick talk. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I think this was my fear was that Annie would turn into a bad, bad character. I think you, you know, teased me at one point about this. She's the one out of all of these characters. Her, well, her and mother's milk have stayed true and stayed to their morals. I, I I can't help but wonder if that's the message we're supposed to be receiving here is that, you know, it's, it's very easy to get lost into the revenge idea or get lost in the, you know, we've got to do bad things because the bad people are doing worse things. Right. The logic, you know, these two are steadfast, right. And and for her to to go, you know, this is about the people we need to help the people 19 superheroes died i mean well presumably some of those were superheroes i think some of those could have potentially been i think a lot were near mortals too yeah was i mean you there were there were a couple of a couple of comments about like they aren't even enjoying this like they're just here they're (laughs) porn stars getting brutalized for money basically right that need yeah maybe need the money or sex workers uh, but who knows why they're there they have but a right to they do still that. That's, don't, that's their job. Yeah, you know? they still don't deserve to be exploded for it. And any mother's milk want them to be saved. And the other two are like, it doesn't matter. Collateral damage is collateral damage. And an argument <laughs> for the weekend about that. <laughs> about 
they're like our government would never you know, doesn't kill anyone that doesn't doesn't deserve it essentially mm-hmm. and they're like well this is super awkward that literally two days ago the pentagon is announcing a program to help stop civilian casualties because it's gotten out of control I'm like, well, this this is awkward. This is awkward fucking timing to be able to post this article for you, you moron. <laughs> anyway, it's it's that idea. Look, things have context, right? And I think that's what we, I think that's what we're losing as a society, right? I mean, not to completely <laughs> the death of nuance rears its ugly head again. <laughs> completely go off the rails here, but like, okay, just as a complete non sequitur. What do you think of when I say the name Manti Teo? Do you know who Manti Teo is? I, I think of Superstore. And I think of okay. Mateo. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's, it's football season. I just, I, I watched this. Netflix oh, yeah. Documentary. Okay, now I know what you're talking about. All right. It, it's a documentary about an event that took place 10 years ago with Manti Teo, who was at the time a Heisman you know, front runner. It's like the highest award you can get in college football, which is like one step below professional football in the the United States. And, and, you know, he got catfished in 2012. Like, you know, it was at the time you watch this documentary and you're seeing, you know, how people are talking about this guy in 2012 is like, you know, he set this up. He's trying to like draw, you know, sympathy and empathy Essentially, he got tricked into thinking that this girl he liked died the same day that his grandmother died. Um, and it caused a lot of people to doubt, you know, if any part of his story was real. And people start going down this path, you know, this path of like, oh, he faked the whole thing. Is his grandmother actually dead? You know, like, like horrible things you, wouldn't, right. you shouldn't say to people. Um, and you look at this guy and like you can see the just the impact that it has had on him of like he had an event happen to him it, through no fault of his own. And at the time you just sort of judge the person and say, well, that's what you get, or you're too gullible, or you're too stupid, or, you know, you're in on it. And like, turns out none of those things were true. Like <laughs> he, he got tricked and, you know, we blamed the victim. It, it just makes me think, you know, you know, we talk about the death of nuance on this show a lot. It's been going on for a while. Like this shit is not new. It's not groundbreaking. It's not, we're not, you know, we're not doing anything new. It's just, it's getting worse, right? Like it, it's just. Yeah, a steady, people, a steady march into oblivion. People don't want to think, you know, you just want things spoon fed to you. You want to be able to just be done with it. And it's, it is getting worse, I think, in my opinion. It is getting worse. And we are headed in a dangerous dangerous direction where like the movie idiocracy was a comedy but it's starting to it was a documentary documentary. (laughs) it's a documentary Um, what we need is a candle to light you to bed (sighs) to tip you over into that white hot wild (laughs) instantly i i'm so excited about next week's two episodes i i'm 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 really fucking excited to see where we go with this i mean that scene at the end with annie you know telling us her real name and telling us she's you know putting the seven it's gonna be wild i i really really am excited um to see what happens with these last you know 
180 minutes, 190 minutes. It's however, however fucking long yeah, it is. It's it's gonna be um, it's gonna be long. I'm really excited that we got a chance to do this. Um, big thank you to your this wife. Was, this big, was unex- unexpected. Big thank you to you because um, this was. It, we were definitely looking like the episode would not be released on Monday, guys. Um, and we so. and we didn't even have an episode of Avatar to tide you over. <laughs> True, but um, I think I think we're bringing this plane in for a landing. It sounds like um, sounds like we've reached our so. final destination. Um, look, it, they're two great episodes. I think we're ramping up. I mean, I, I I think it's a good thing we're coming to the end of the boys. If I'm being honest, because I need a break. <laughs> it's a mental fucking break i do I, I do i i'm excited to see how this ends but i'm also i'm excited for something different yeah i mean hate, hate I think, to see you go but i love to watch you leave. i think 16 episodes of the boys 16 weeks of the boys not 16 weeks but i mean it's, it's enough to put l- you it's enough to put you into a headspace a special it, headspace it does and uh you know what I'm ready to we see what some, see what Andor has to offer. We've got some Star Wars coming our way in, in <sighs> the very near future. So, so excited. I think for now, um, we'll let the snark take us out as he always does. And uh, may the force be with you. We'll talk to you guys real soon. Have a great week, everybody.